Lovely. So for our second topic, um, I think this moves on sort of quite nicely from where we finished on, on the first part was, um, I suppose, how surveying firms can help support people into, in, into the industry. So whether that's supporting graduates or um, people progressing through different routes or the apprenticeship schemes, um, how can surveying firms start to get involved if they're not already um, in helping people through? Yeah, sure. So um, I uh, I say right at the outset would be um, would be some really good information about which qualifications um, or membership levels the firm supports. Um, so whether that's associate, MR, MRICS, um, you know, in some other firms there might be qualifications even outside of RICS that are still relevant to um, surveyors. So uh, some really good information about <clears throat> about what you can do and what you need to be able to do it. Um, I think uh, I think there's a very big, um, very big drive and a real, um, really, a real importance on firms to train up, um, train up counsellors to be available for candidates. Um, uh, the RICS do have an online counsellor module. Um, I'd also advise that um, firms with counsellors, so um, those will need to be M or FRICS for the APC or associate with a certain number of years experience or M or F for the associate qualification um, is actually to become assessors for RICS. Um, and the more that um, the more that the staff supporting candidates know about the qualification, they're actively involved in it, um, the better the better support and advice you'll be able to give to your team. Yes. Um, I think... I think um, if you're a candidate, an employee, um, I th- one of the one of the biggest barriers sometimes we find actually is um, candidates expecting to have their hands held through the qualifications. And um, whilst it might get you through university or certain courses, the the APC or associate is such a self motivated and driven process that. Um, You've really got to get your mindset in the right place to be able to 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 get through it and sustain that. Um, you know, when you're you're sitting there at six in the morning trying to revise, um, it's not because somebody at work's telling you to, it's because you really, you know, you really, really want to commit to that process. So I think firms educating candidates on, you know, this is how we can support you, this is what you need to do. Um having really open lines of communication. So, you know, if a candidate has something going on at home that's affecting their work or their APC, there needs to be that conversation, um, you know, to, to help them through that and not um, not put people off the, the level of commitment and work that is needed to get there. So I suppose three things from that would be um, support, communication and education. I think the three three big ones for, for, for firms to do for candidates. Interesting. So, okay, I've got a couple of questions from there then. So if you're potentially maybe a sort of medium-ish to small, to small firm, so you've got a few, few employees, are there, and you're looking to bring people on, uh, on support people into, into the industry, are there frameworks that you can look at in terms of putting uh, you know content together training content together to help um, people go through the process and not in terms of obviously hand-holding but you know I think if you look at some of the bigger firms then potentially they've obviously got um, you know training schemes that they've built to help uh, bring people on and get through um, you know to, to whichever level of membership are there things resources available to um, firms to be able to help set that up 
internally or is it something they need to build themselves from scratch? Um, the, the RICS do have some resources available um, that firms could um, firms could use to do that. Um, I, I suppose that, that there is a gap in um, gap in the information available and having the right the right people to provide the support. Um, I, I guess in a way that's where firms like Property Elite do do get brought in. Um, yep. So um, the types of the types of things that firms need to think about. So um, a candidate working up to putting their submission together, um, they need a counsellor. Uh, they need a meeting at least probably an hour every three months, ideally more frequently than that. Um, so, for example, we might go into a firm and provide that mentoring session. Sometimes it can be for a group of people. Sometimes, ideally, it's one on one. The next, um, the next two, well, the next three things that I say firms definitely need to do. So, um, candidate puts their submission together. Um, they need somebody to review that, um, and then, as counsellor, it'd be signed off. Um, Sometimes having somebody completely independent can actually be a really helpful tool for firms to say, here's the candidate, here's the submission, are they ready? Um, and then actually they're kind of giving that responsibility for going, well, you know, you haven't quite done this or, you know, you need to do that. A bit a bit like having an agent um, agent acting for you if you've got a property that you can let them do the, do the difficult bit almost. Um, yeah, yeah. And smooth the way. Um, so definitely somebody to be able to review the submission. Um, and then the candidate ideally would um, need somebody who's an active assessor to um, to run them through a mock interview. So they're really, really well prepared um, for the final assessment if they're an APC candidate. Um, firms can also do some really great work in supporting candidates with CPD. So um, lots of firms that we work with, um, either we go in and provide workshops on lots of different topics or the firm organize them in-house so perhaps if you've got a group of APC candidates or associate candidates give each of them a different topic and then they have to go away and research it and then present back to the group um, Mm -hmm. on that topic which is a great way to practice presentation communication skills but also obviously gives them um, you know quite a good amount of formal CPD on top of that so that I suppose regular regular contact and regular um, dissemination of information and just really hitting home, you know, what makes a good submission um, and, and how to go about writing up um, a good piece of work for, for, for your assessors. So I'd say something that's structured, regular um, and has has people with enough time to, to, to genuinely support candidates. Um, you know, firms are so limited sometimes in in the amount of time people have to do their own jobs, let alone support other people so you know designating somebody with with time and part of their job role for um supporting candidates i think is really important as well definitely definitely and i think my um final question around this part and i say this a lot so it might not be but um is if if you're if you've just graduated or you you know you've qualified might be the better better uh, word at whatever level um, potentially more so at the associate level. Are there um, ways, I suppose, as a surveying firm, you can help um, measure if you're giving someone the right level of work, um, you know, in terms of uh, you know, better measure their competence, experience and knowledge and so on 
to, to move from say let's say take the level two um, not level two sorry the residential market as a an example where it's appropriate to move from doing level two work to level three work um but also as a as a you know a new surveyor is there a way of you know yourself measuring whether you feel the work you're being asked to do is appropriate um so you can feel confident about going out and doing it yeah definitely um uh, i definitely think that that initial the initial point of doing doing anything new um you need to be supervised and it needs somebody to to review it sign it off you know talk you through you know why did you apply that condition rating why did you give that advice um and doing that a number of times to make sure that you're happy with um i suppose the more standard um standard properties that you might have in a level two um i think when you're looking at level threes i know that lots of associates go well i do level level twos but i don't i'm not i'm not ready to go out and do a level three yet um uh, we've got a couple of candidates who qualified as associate, for example, um, they run their own firms or they might be in um, firms doing doing level twos. Um, they've actually either um, uh, got an instruction for a level three and gone, I want to work with somebody who's qualified. So um, they they do it as a, as, as a mentored, as a shadowed task. So somebody else is doing it obviously with their input so you know again they'll accompany them on the inspection they might draft the report they'll discuss the findings um if you're employed in a firm and you think you know i've i've done lots of level twos and actually i want to expand into level threes um i think stick your hand up and say well um again can i can i go out with somebody and just just watch what happens um and the more that you um the more that you shadow the more that you then get involved with the drafting the advice eventually you'll get to a point where um somebody looks at your report and there's no red pen and by that time mm. realistically you know that um you know that you're ready and um i suppose with any of us you know i certainly know in what i do sometimes i come across something i've never come across before and um it's always a case of just learning, learning more. And if you're not sure, ask somebody who, you know, just ask somebody who does. There's no, um, there's no shame in in asking for advice. And the absolute worst thing you can do is um, just to try and wing it. Um, yes. Because that, that is where claims, claims, um, claims come from. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Working with somebody else who knows what they're doing um, is is the best way to then build your own competence to a level that um that you can go and do that solo that's um sparked my um something in my head from things i've seen online actually around that shadowing aspect are there are there things that surveying firms need to consider um if they allow someone to to shadow them because i i suppose where i'm coming from with that is i see um i, I fear i suppose that if you allow someone to shadow you potentially there's a, a gdpr issue whether it's the customer that was wanting the survey or the vendor that's um whose house you're going into or you know property you're going into whatever it might be um is that a a valid fear actually is it okay just to have you know someone come and shadow you or do you just need to get a confidentiality uh agreement signed just to say you know you won't share any personal data anywhere um mm. are they, that's the one i see come up a lot yeah, I um I always think this is quite similar to um if you go to the doctor and there's a um you know there's a trainee nurse or a trainee doctor before you go in and somebody says to you do you mind if X my trainee sits in on it and if you say no 
they don't if you say yes they're there um so i i think from my perspective if you do um you know if you do want to bring um a trainee i think number one it depends if they're already employed by your business if it's your um you know if it's your junior surveyor if it's somebody on the team um i can't see any problem with that that they come along with you um obviously because that's just the course of providing the instruction and obviously they're fully supervised at all times um yes i think where it's mentoring and um it's somebody not in your firm um it's not somebody who's got a contract of employment um uh, i think um certainly something on confidentiality so some form of um could be a non non-disclosure agreement that you know that information stays with them but i i also think it's important for the firm to tell the client that there'll be somebody accompanying them um you know the client might go not bothered fine um but you know if something did happen happen on that inspection you know i don't know something gets left open something gets broken there is um <clears throat> you know an incident that happens i think you know 100% firms need to cover themselves by by telling the client you know this is what's going to happen this is x you know yeah. they're learning to be a surveyor and they're going to be with me um and if the client says no you know it's black and white that they they don't come on that particular inspection yeah yeah because it's good, it's good to hear because i think it was um yeah it's unfortunate if people can't come on um inspections and shadow uh for, for, for that sort of confidentiality fear because i think there are ways around it uh, like, like you've mentioned around just getting an nda signed or something that that, that shows that you've um considered the, the confidentiality of data um because other, otherwise it's very difficult for people to go and get you know uh, experience and shadow and so on yeah definitely it's no um you know where i've worked previously we've had um for example um graduates coming on work experience and they're you know they've accompanied us on all types of different inspections projects um you know whatever it is but they do have a contract for that period of um period of work that will set out things like confidentiality etc so it it yeah. could be that firms are looking at um uh having people coming to do you know mentoring opportunities maybe just speak to um an hr or a legal specialist for some sort of wording to um to use for yeah. those situations awesome so before we move on to the final topic around sort of preparing for um you know different different routes uh, is there any final advice you might have for surveying firms in terms of things to consider sure so i'd say the two main things would be um getting some advice on any candidates that you're not sure if they are um, best placed to look at associate or MRICS and then that advice leading on to which route um, route into either of those qualifications would be most appropriate. Um, quite often I see candidates on the wrong route that's just causing them a lot more um, a lot more of a headache and there could be a much simpler um, simpler way for them to get qualified. Um, I also think just being open to the idea of um, degree apprenticeships um, and the fact that they, they can be quite cost effective for firms and they can really help to develop candidates. So, um, yeah, just being aware that those those are out there and a, and a brilliant option for, um, for developing, developing staff.